Shalom to all. Today's office, you want stuff known Vav. We are starting the second line at the two dots. And today's office sponsor, Lili Nishmas, Mars Miriam Sara, Basar Yaakov Misha, Her Nishama Shadavanulia, and Lili Nishmas, Mars Freda Chayabela, Basar Yitzhak Tvi, Her Nishama Shadavanulia. And the Mishnah said, Echna Mara, Echna Gaimer Kana. It doesn't make a difference if his Bia was only Tchila's Bia or if he even completed the Bia with his Yavama, he's kind of her. The Gemara asks, My Kana, in regards to what is he kind of her? Rav Amri says, Kana Lachal, he's kind of her for everything. Their full fledged husband and wife, even in regards to her being allowed to eat Truma if he's a Kayin. This is even if he had to go overseas and he never did a Bia Gemura, she's allowed to eat Truma. Now Shmuel Amr Shmuel says, like Hana, he's not kind to her, El Advar Beparsha, except for the things that are said in the Parsha of Yibam. Lirish Ben Achiv, he inherits his brother's properties, Ula Pach Yibam, and he passes her from Yibam, but in regards to eating Truma, she's not allowed to eat Truma until they have a Bia Gemura. And now the Gemara analyzes the Machlaikas. If she had fallen to Yibam from Nisuin, meaning she was fully married to Ruvain and then Ruvain died, everyone agrees that she's allowed to eat Truma even though she only had this Bia Gerua from Shemin. Why is that? She ate originally when she was married to Ruvain. Kipligi, the whole is Ravin Shmuel is Minha Erison. When she falls to Yibam from Erison, she only had Erison from Ruvain. Rav Amarav says, Achelos, she's allowed to eat Truma. We already had a drasha that the Pasek tells us that a Bias Shaigig is just like a Bias Mezid, and therefore, even though it's a Bia Grua, he's kind of her for everything and she's allowed to eat Truma. Ushmuel Amarav tells us, When is it the Torah says a Bias Shaigig is like a Mezid? That's only to put the Yavam in place of the Baal. It doesn't make him stronger than the Baal, and since she didn't eat Truma while she was with the Baal, that's because she was only in Arusa and not in Nesua, so she's not even eat Truma with the Yavam either. And Vaza Shmuel Tamei Shmuel says she tosay the Amr of Nachman, Amr Shmuel, Nachman says B'Shem Shmuel, Kol Shabal Machel Yavam Machel, B'Chosh Eina Baal Machel Yavam Eina Machel. If the husband enables his wife to eat Truma, so the Yavam is able to do that to his Yavama also. But if the husband in this stage doesn't enable her to eat Truma, so the Yavam can't enable her to eat Truma either. And since a husband who's a kind does not enable his wife to eat Truma if there was only Erisin, so the Yavam is not able to do that either. Now the Gemara is going to ask a question on Shmuel. May say we have a question on Shmuel from Brisa. The Brisa tells us Basi Shal Bikachas Shinis Arsalokain Bikach. Basi Shal Bikachas means she's 100% mentally stable. And she's engaged, she underwent Arison with a kind who's also Bikach, he's 100% mentally stable. He wasn't able to complete the Arison, he wasn't able to do Nisuin. Ajinis Kharish, he became a Kharish. And we know that in the mission of the Gemara, we always consider a Kharish as someone who's without Das. Therefore, they can make a Kenyan, act as a Shliach for someone else, or do just about anything that requires a Bar Das. And that's even though they used to be a Bar Das. So now this Kain, right before Nisuin, became a Kharish, and then he went through Nisuin. She's not allowed to eat truma. Mace, let's say now he dies cheresh, and now she falls to his brother who's also a cheresh. Cheles, she is allowed to eat truma. And ubezu This is a scenario where the yavam has a stronger kaiach than the baal. Now Rav Nicha. According to Rav, this makes sense. The brass is clearly saying that a woman who during erison wasn't allowed to eat truma is now allowed to after nisuin, even though the bia of nisuin was gerua. That fits with Rav's shita that bia gerua by yibum is kind of her to the extent that she can even eat truma, even though she was only yavam in erison. But according to Shmuel, it's problematic. So Amalekha Shmuel, Shmuel will answer you, let's say the following in the Brai says, explain it even according to my Shita. He wasn't able to marry her. He wasn't able to do any soon until he became a Cheresh. And I chalas with Shuma, then she's not allowed to eat even though they got married. But let's say Kanas, he did marry her. And only then he became a Cheresh. I chalas, then she is allowed to eat Shuma. If then he dies and she falls to a Yavim who's a Cheresh, I chalas, then she's still allowed to eat Shuma. And Umay Bezu, what did the Brai say mean when it said, over here, the Yavim is stronger than the Baal? That's because the Ilubal Cheresh Meikara Loy Cheles. If the Baal was a Cheresh before they got married, then she would not be allowed to eat Truma. However, if Ilu Yavam Cheresh Meikara, Achla, in this scenario, the Yavam, even though he was always a Cheresh, the first time the Yavam was with the Yavama, he was already a Cheresh, still she's allowed to eat Truma. And now we have a different analysis of Rav and Shmuel Shita. Vikad Amri, some say, the Mina Erosin, Achla. If she was Yavam Mina Erosin, meaning she only underwent Erosin with Ruvain, the deceased brother, everyone agrees she would not be allowed to eat Truma if she only had to be a Gruel with Shemin, the Holy Achla that's because when she was engaged to her previous husband, she wasn't able.
would eat truma. Kipli, the whole machlek is Rav and Shmuel is min anusuin if she falls after nusuin. Rav Amr, he says, Achel, she's allowed to eat truma da havas achamekara because she ate originally when she was married to Ruvain. Shmuel Amr Shmuel says, Ain't Achel, she can't eat. Ki Rabbi Rachman, a Bias Shagig Kamezid. When is it the Torah says that a Bias Shagig is Kamezid? That's what the Varma Murim Baparsha. Only in regards to things that are said in the Parsha of Yibam. Aval Chalmili, Lai. But in regards to everything, meaning in regards to truma, it wasn't necessarily said so. And therefore, according to Shmuel, she would not be allowed to eat truma in such a circumstance. As the Gemara of Nachman Amr Shmuel, Nachman had said, B'Shem Shmuel, the Kol Shabal Machil, Yavam Machil. That if the Baal enables her to eat, so then the Yavam enables her to eat as well. So the Gemara says, Ema, we have to re understand what Shmuel said. Really, we should understand it as, Kol Bia Shabal Machil Ba, Yavam Machil Ba, Vachol Bia Shayna Baal Machil Ba, Ena Yavam Machil Ba. If through this Bia, the Baal would enable her to eat Shuma, so then through that Bia, the Yavam would enable her to eat. However, if through this Bia, the Baal would not enable her to eat, so then the Yavam would not enable her to eat. And it's not a question on Shmuel. The Gemara continues, Mesa, we have a question. We have this Brisa, she was 100% mentally stable. They got engaged. She underwent Erisun with a kind who was a Bikeach. He wasn't able to do Nisun. She became a Cherish. She's not allowed to eat Truma after they get married. Mace, if he dies of Nafafne Yavim Cherish and then she falls to Yavim who's a Cherish, she is allowed to eat. And this is a scenario where the Yavim has a stronger Kaich than the Baal. And this brings is a question both on Rav and on Shmuel. So for Rav, we can answer like we answered previously. Now, we didn't have a question on Rav previously. Previously, we had a question from this Bryce on Shmuel previously, but we answered it, so we can use that answer that we previously answered for Shmuel's Shita for Rav. El Shmuel Kasha, according to our new understanding in Shmuel, we have a problem from this Bryce. The Gemara says, Kasha, you're right, we do have a question from this Bryce on Shmuel. And the Gemara continues, Tanar Abba, we have a Bryce. Bas Yisrael Bikachas, Shinis Arsalakai Pikach, Bas Yisrael, who's 100% mentally stable, she gets engaged, she undergoes Erisun with the Kainus of Pikach, Veloy Hespekalkain Sachinis Harish, who wasn't able to complete it with Nisun until it became a Harish, and Achel, she's now at Truma. The next part of the Bryce, Noyed Laben, let's say they have a child. Achelas, then she is allowed to eat truma. Now, why is it she's allowed to eat truma? That's because the pasuk says, "Call yulid beisai One born in his house, meaning born in the kain's house, is allowed to eat from his food, meaning he's allowed to eat truma. Now, the word yaychlu can be read as yaachilu. They will cause others to eat. In this case, meaning the child born to the non kohenes allows his mother to eat truma. Now, let's say meis haben. The son now dies. Reb Nason and Reb Nason says, "Achelas, she's still allowed to continue eating truma." she's not to continue eating truma. Now, my time to Reb What's Reb Nason's reasoning that even after the son dies, she's allowed to continue eating truma? Amar Rabba Rabba explains, That's because she already ate truma, so now she's allowed to continue eating truma, even though the reason for her being allowed to eat truma has now disappeared. Amar Abaya Abaya asked Rabba, El Miatif, that's really so. Abas Yisrael Shanishas Lakayin Umislay. Abas Yisrael is married to a kain, and then the kain dies. Teichol, she should be allowed to continue eating truma. Shakvar Achla, because she already ate truma when she was married to her husband the kain. But we know that she's not to continue eating truma, and why is that? El Akimin Demislay Pakalekiushasemina. Once her husband the kain died, his Kedusha now has fallen off of her and she's not allowed to eat truma. Hachanami, so to over here, in the case when she's married to her husband who's a cheresh, Kimon de Misle, once her son dies, now the Kedusha falls off of her and she's not allowed to eat truma. So back to our original question, why, according to Rab Nasson, would she be allowed to continue eating truma even after her son died? So Alam Rav Yosef, Rav Yosef explains, Rav Nasson holds that when she got married to a cheresh, she's allowed to eat truma. That's because she had gotten engaged to him when he was a pikeach, he was not a cheresh, and Midai Raisa in a Rusa is allowed to eat truma. Midrabanim, she's not allowed to eat truma, but Midrai Raisa, she is allowed to eat truma. Now that she underwent Nisuin with someone who's a Cheresh, she still has that Raisa din that she's allowed to eat truma, and that's why she's allowed to stick with eating truma even after her son died. And Veloy Gazrinin, Nisuin Cheresh, Atagidushe Cheresh. I will not guys that she's not allowed to eat, even though only Nisuin was with a Cheresh, Atu, that we might end up allowing her to eat if her Kidushin was with a Cheresh. We're not worried about that scenario, and as long as she got engaged when he was a Pikeach, even though she got married when he was a Cheresh, it's not a problem. She's allowed to continue eating truma. Even after the child dies. Now, Amalei Abaye, 
I asked Rabbi Yosef, Yachiv, that's really so, the Nayadla ben Lamali. Why does this Brisa have to say anything about her son dying? According to Abnasan, she's even allowed to eat without having a child at all. The Gemara says, Mishim Rabbanon. That's only because of the Rabbanon. The reason why the Brisa brought up having a son is to show that the Rabbanon agreed to Rabnasan that once she has a child, she's allowed to eat Shuma. Ask the Gemara of Liflag Rabnasan Alayu Beresha. So why didn't at least Rabnasan argue with them in the Resha? In the Resha of the Brisa, when it says that she got married to this Kher, she's not allowed to eat, the Brisa should say that Rabnasan says she is allowed to eat. The Gemara answers, First, the Brisa waited till the Rabbanon finished their entire Shita, and then it brought Rabnasan's Shita to say that he argues on their entire Shita. Ask the Gemara Yachiv, that's really so. Then listening, the Brisa should have said, Take a look above at the sixth-to-last narrow line in the Gemara. The Brisa says, and then it brings Rabnasan's Shita, and then the Chum's Shita. Well, if you're saying that the Brisa is waiting all the way till the end of the Chum's Shita, and then Rabnasan's arguing with the entire Brisa, it should have been switched around. It should have said, But that's not the order, and it seems to indicate that Rabnasan is only arguing after they have a child, but doesn't necessarily argue in the case before they had a child. The Gemara says, Kasha, you're right, that is a question. And the Gemara continues to explain the Mishnah, After the Mishnah discussed the case of Yibum, it said, The same halacha applies to someone who's boiled one of the Arayas. Roshishas told us the following thing, and he enlightened our eyes from the Mishnah, meaning he brought a raya to what he said from our Mishnah. What did he say? In Eshes Yisrael, she's married to Yisrael, someone violated her. Even though she's permitted to remain with her husband, she's puzzled to Kuna. If her husband now dies, she's not allowed to marry If she's a Bas Kayin, meaning her father's a Kayin, if her husband dies or divorces her, she's not allowed to go back home and eat Truma. Now here's the raya of Atana Tuna, the Tana taught in our Mishnah. Also, the same thing applies to someone who's boiled one of the rice in the Torah, one of the pesulais. Now, my vechain, what's this vechain of the Mishnah going on? My lav, loishna b'shagig, loishna b'mezid, loishna b'ainis, loishna b'ratzain. Does that mean that it doesn't make a difference how the bia came about, even if it was a bia b'ainis, v'gatani pasal, nonetheless it says that it pasals her. We see from here that any one of the rayas that has one of the bias mentioned in the Mishnah becomes pasal to kahuna. Same goes for a married woman that was nenas. Even though that would be considered a bia gerua, it still pasals her from kahuna, a raya for avsheshes from our Mishnah. The Gemara says, loy, that's not a raya. My vechain, what's the vechain in the Mishnah going on? Ahara. It's going on Ha'ara. It's saying, just like Ha'ara is kaina by Yavama, so too Ha'ara is going to passel in another case. The Gemara asks Ha'ara Daman. In regards to what Ha'ara are we talking about? Ilimidar Rais, if you want to say Ha'ara by Arias is considered a valid Bia, and that's being learned from Yavama, Yavama, does that mean that Arias is really learned from Yavama? Adarab, the other way is true. Yavama Yalfinam Arias. The fact that Ha'ara works by Yavama is actually learned from Arias. The main discussion of Ha'ara is written by Arias. We've had in the Gemara yesterday and two days ago. The Gemara suggests, Elamai Vachain. So what's the Vachain of the Mishnah going on? If he's Bail one of the Arayas, that's considered a valid Bia, and he would be Ivor in that case, and that's being learned from the Rasha of the Mishnah from Yavama. The Gemara asks, Adarab, the opposite is true. The main limit of Mishkave Isha, that Bia Shalaikadarka is considered a regular Bia, is learned from Arayas. Not that Arayas is learned from Yavama, Yavama is learned from Arayas. So Elamai Vachain, what's the Vachain going on? If these two people only have an Isra Lav to each other, Bia Shalaikadarka is still valid. So we've successfully shown from here that Rav Sheshes does not necessarily have a Raya from our Mishnah for his Memra. And the Gemara continues, Amar Rabbah Rabbah tells us, Eishas Kain Shenenza, the wife of a kind that was Nenas, she was violated, Bailo Leka Alem Mishum Zaina, her husband, if he remains with her, he's going to get Malkus for being with his Zaina. The Gemara asks, Mishum Zaina in Mishum Toma Loi, he's only going to get Malkus for being with his Zaina, but not because of the Isra of Toma. The Pasuk says, Achareh Asher Hutama, and we learn from there, the as an Isra of being with her, he's not going to get Malkus for that. The Gemara says, Ema Af Mishum Zaina, that he's also going to get Malkus for being with his Zaina, not only because of Toma, but also because of Zaina. And we just have to explain what that means, he's going to be over for being with his Zaina. Even though a regular married woman that was Nenas is 
not considered a zaina, the wife of a kain is different. Why is that? Because a regular woman that was nanas is permitted to her husband. If it wasn't the case of Inus, she's a zaina and usher to her husband. Now, the wife of a kain is always usher to remain with her husband, even if she was nanas. That means she's called a zaina as well, even though she was nanas. Now, Master of Zera of Zera asked from the following Brisa. The Pasuk tells us, Vihilainus she was not forced. What do we learn from here? If a woman was not forced, Asura, so she's usher to her husband, Hanispasa, but if she was forced, Mutaris, then she is permitted to remain with her husband. And the Brisa continues, Vyashalacharis, there's another woman, Shalfavishanispasa, even though she was forced, Asura, she's usher to remain with her husband. The Azuin, which woman is that referring to? Zuesha's Kain, that's talking about the wife of a Kain. Even though she was forced, she's usher to remain with her husband. Now, here's the question, Vlav Habamichlal Asay, Asay, a love that comes about through an Asay only has the status of an Asay. Regarding this love, that a Kain is not allowed to remain married to his wife after she was Ma'anes, the Pasuk doesn't say a Kain is not allowed to be with his wife who was Nenas. That would make it a regular love. All we have is an Asay. The Asay is that a regular husband is allowed to remain married to his wife if she was Nenas. The love of a Kain is learned from that Asay. That gives the love a status of an Asay, and he should not be allowed to receive Malchus based off of that. So Amarabi he explains we have to look at it from a different angle. Every woman who's married that has relations with someone else is considered a Zaina automatically. Only when the Pasuk specifies to you regarding the wife of Yisrael, that if she wasn't forced, Asura, she's Asur, Hanispasa, Muteris, but if she was forced, she's permitted, that implies that the wife of a Kain, she remains in her original status as a Zaina. Meaning we have to look at it from a totally different angle, kind of like the expression, guilty until proven innocent. All women that have relations with another while married are considered a Zaina, whether or not it was an Inus. Only a woman that fits with the Pasuk of Vihilainus Pasa isn't Usser and she's not a Zaina. However, the wife of a Kain doesn't fit with that Pasuk, so her default is that she's a Zaina, and therefore he can get Malchus for remaining with her. Now, Big Dami, some say that Omar Rabba, Rabba said as follows, If the wife of a Kain was Nanas, her husband is going to get Malchus because of Toma for remaining with her. And we learn from here, Mishum Toma in, Mishum Zaina Lai, only because of Toma and not because of Zaina. Alma, but Inus, like Karina Be Zaina, we see from here that if she's Nenas, she's not considered a Zaina. But now Masra of Zayar, Zayar asked from the Brisa. The Brisa says, Vihilainispasa, if she wasn't forced, Asura, then she's ushered her husband. Hanispasa, if she was forced, Mutaras, she's permitted. Yishlachacheres, there's another woman, Shalfopishanispasa, even though she was forced, Asura, she's ushered to her husband. Ve'ezuin, what type of woman is that? Zuesha's Kain, that's referring to the wife of a Kain. Even though she was forced, she's ushered to her husband, which is a Kain. And Vlav Habamachal Asay, Asay, a love that comes up through an Asay is only considered an Asay. So how could you, Rabba, say that her husband's going to get Malchus because of Toma? Um, Rabba explained to you, as he said previously, all women fit under this klal of and they're also to their husbands. When the Pasuk specifies to you specifically by the wife of Yisrael, that if she wasn't forced, she's usher, if she was forced, she's permitted, that implies the wife of the kind remains in her status because she doesn't have the Pasuk applied to her and she fits under the category of and that's why he can get Malchus for remaining with her. And the Mishnah continues, Regarding the relationship of an Almanu to we know that's an Isra Lav, they're not allowed to marry each other. So, Mino Eirsin, if there was only Eirsin between this Alman and Kain Gadol, Grushan Chalutza Lakain Hedyet, so Loya this woman is not allowed to eat Truma. The Eirsin itself doesn't enable her to eat Truma because only Eirsin and not Nisuin. And even if she was a Baskain and she was allowed to eat Truma in her father's house, this Eirsin is going to disqualify her from continuing to eat Truma in her father's house. Now, Rebbe Lezreb Shimon Machshirin, Rebbe and Reb Shimon allow her to. Not only is she a Baskain, is she allowed to continue eating Truma in her father's house because there was only Eirsin and 
not Nisuin. In certain circumstances, even if she's not a Bahas Kain, she's allowed to eat Truma, even though there was only Erosin with this Kain Gadol, or only Erosin with this Kain Hedya. Now, the mission continues according to everyone, Nis Armlu and Nis Garshu. Let's say these women, either this Almano Kain Gadol, or Grushva Chalutza Kain Hedya, either became an Almano, or they got divorced. So, Minah Nisuin, if they had already gotten married, and then they became a widow, or they got divorced, Pasula is then their apostle to Kahuna. Minah Erosin, however, if they only got divorced or widowed from Erosin, Ksheris, then they are kosher. Now, the Gemara brings the Bryce explaining the Shittas in the Mishnah. Tanya have a Bryce, Amr of Mayor of Mayor says, just like when we have a permitted Kiddushin, namely, a non-Kayin being Makadesh, a non-Kayhenes, he doesn't enable her to eat Truma, Kiddush Avera like Hashikain, for sure Kiddushin, which is an Avera, namely, an Almana to a Kayin Gadol, a Grushin and Chalutza to Kayin Hedit, of course he doesn't enable her to eat Truma. Now, Amr Loy, Reb Lezer and Reb Shimon told him, Loy, that's not so, because Im Amrit Bigdushay Rishos, Shikain Eloy Lahachel Makamacher. If you want to say that by a permitted Kiddushin, in a different scenario, namely, if there is Nisuin, he wouldn't enable her to eat Truma either, because the case you're talking about is a non kayin to a non kayhenna so it doesn't make a difference if there's kiddushin or even nisuin she would never be able to eat truma in such a case but her kiddush avera you're going to say the same thing by a kiddushin which is an avera he doesn't able her to eat in another place namely if a regular kayin was marrying the nisuin to a non kayhenna of course he would enable her to eat truma so even though in this case the kiddushin was beiser it's still possible to say that he enables her to eat truma we're going to stop here for the day pick up with a similar discussion tomorrow for now everyone should have a wonderful day